When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. I can't believe we played ACDC on our Top 40 radio station this morning. It's good. That's why. It's good. Yeah. Listen, if you haven't heard the new uh, ACDC song yet, and I'll be honest... I've done a lot of radio for a lot of years. I have never played an ACDC song on the radio. I have never posted up Money Talks or Back in Black or Thunderstruck on the radio. This morning, in a weird twist, we actually played some new ACDC on 91.5 The Beat. And it's good because it sounds like old ACDC. It sounds like ACDC, yeah. Sure, and I assume there's going to be a tour. When when artists can tour again, I'm sure ACDC will go out on the road, and I don't know anybody who wouldn't want to see that show. Because it doesn't matter if you know or like ACDC or not, if you've gone to any sporting events or, or anything. I mean, ACDC is one of those generational rock bands that finds its way everywhere. Even if you listen to the big mix shows on the top 40 record-type radio stations they'll throw acdc in from time to time because it's popular anybody who's been to a wedding has probably heard you shook me all night long they're just one of those groups Mm -hmm. and let's be honest it's brilliant of them to put out a song that sounds exactly like their old songs this new acdc what is it shot in the dark by the way old song middle of the road songs because they have released things all throughout the 2000s for those that don't know they have released and trickled in some new songs here and there they do all sound the same like whether it's from the 90s 80s even what do they go as far back as 80s 70s so holy shit okay so that's a long time ago. So the, all the way through, they've sounded, sim- they've had that sound. But this it's a sound that works for them. It's smart. When somebody goes to see ACDC, nobody's screaming, play your new song. Nobody gives a shit about their new music. They want to see the classics that they know and love. So if you can make your new song sound like the old songs and just sort of blend in, it's brilliant. Sure. It worked for Bon Jovi. They got a second life when they released It's My Life because it sounded like old Bon Jovi. Same philosophy. So, uh, good on ACDC. I highly recommend it. If you haven't heard it yet, it's a pretty good song. Shot in the Dark, playing on rock radio stations for the next 25 years. Pretty much. Yeah, our brother station's just cranking it out all day. It's like, it's like when we get a Justin Bieber track, right? I mean, same, 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 same. Uh, there's a lot of things that are going around right now on social media, and I don't know if people think they're being clever or if they actually find these things ironic or what. But I'm going to put out a couple of them, and then we're going to dispel a couple of things here. Here's the latest one that I got tagged in. It's bullshit that Baby It's Cold Outside was deemed offensive last Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yet the number one song in the world right now is called Wet Ass Pussy. Is there any irony there, or are we talking apples to oranges? (laughs) That is totally apples to oranges. Right. I mean, baby, it's cold outside. Like it or not, is very rapey. Yeah, a lot different. A lot different in in context. We're talking about women talking about their own body parts and, you know, talking about controlling their own body parts. And maybe you don't like the language. I mean, I don't like the the P word. You girls can control that? The P word ain't my favorite word, too. But 
it's it's about that. It's about being in control and what I say goes. And this is me. Uh, I'm dominating you. Um, but it's it's not to the point where I'm going to make you do it and force this on your face. Like that. It's it's definitely not e- not even the same. Um, and yeah, it's very great. Ra- Listen to the lyrics, baby. It's cold outside. It's very very rapey. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure it is. She doesn't want to leave or he she wants to leave and he doesn't want her to. And he's given her every excuse in the book and trying to fill her full of booze. That's the problem with baby. It's cold outside. And you know what? You can listen to it and say, nah, it's not offensive. Or maybe you listen to it and think, yeah, that's not right by today's standards. But you certainly can't compare it to WAP. (laughs) It's two totally different things. But people will see that meme and they'll share it thinking, oh, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Not a lot of critical thinking going on there. The other one that's really driving me nuts lately is it's a copy and paste. And it says right in it because people, when they copy it and paste it, don't take out the part that says copy it and paste it. It's people that are criticizing the Thanksgiving public health measures. People that will post this thing that says, so let me get this straight. I can't go and see my family for Thanksgiving dinner. But it's okay if I go and hang out with a bunch of strangers at a casino, Mm -hmm. and it's okay if I go indoor dining, and it's okay if I want to go to the gym and do a Zumba class with 49 other people, and blah, 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 blah. When people see that, that's such a simple argument that they think, yeah, uh, how come I can't see my family, but I I can work out with strangers? I just had the conversation with a girlfriend of mine that works retail, and she said similar. I said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And she said... Oh, I'm definitely going to go over to my parents, like bring the family over there. I was like, oh, that's cool. They're part of your bubble. And she goes, no, they weren't actually, but it's Thanksgiving. I work at a retail store where people whom I don't know come in and out of my retail store. Some of them aren't wearing their masks properly and come right up to my face. And you're telling me I can't see my mom on Thanksgiving. She said the rules went out the window for me the second that that I realized this is ludicrous and I'd like to see my mom. So she's one of those people that, that agree with that. You know what? Listen, the only reason they're saying that is because in the gyms, in the movie theaters, in the casinos, in the, in the, in the, there's a lot of rules and procedures that those places have to follow, whether it be masks or distancing or contact tracing, whatever. We all know that there's no rules at grandma's place on Thanksgiving. It's a free for all. No masks, no distancing, no sanitization. You get Uncle Fucker there licking the spoons and (laughs) people that'll stick. Everybody has an Uncle Fucker. (laughs) Right. People that are, uh, they'll eat some chips out of the bowl and their finger touches their mouth and then they put their finger back in the bowl for another chip. All that shit is what happens at a house on Thanksgiving. It's also far more likely that you're going to find an elderly person at a family gathering than you will in a Zumba class. So, I mean, take it for what it is. You don't have to agree with it by any means, but it's really not the same thing to compare the two. Having said that, uh, Leger, the Association for Canadian Studies, asked people, how's Thanksgiving going to look this year for you? 40% 40% said it'll look exactly the same. They're not changing a thing. Whatever their tradition is, is what their tradition is, and they're going to keep doing it. Another 40% say, yeah, they're going to keep it real low-key this year because they're worried about the coronavirus. 20% said they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So that's about 40% of the population that's going to throw the rules out the window. And, and let me just say this here, because I don't want to be uh, lecturing you guys or preachy or anything like that. I'm pretty confident that the government knows full well there's a lot of people who are not going to take their Mm -hmm. advice. 
I think what they're trying to say, and, and they can't actually say it, they can't actually say, just be use common sense. They can't say that. They have to say, keep it to just your household. But really, they know that it's not that unsafe if you want to get together with uh, your brother and sister who don't live with you and your aunt and uncle who don't live with you and everybody gets together. You just use some common sense measures. They can't say that's okay. They can't say it's okay to have 20 people at the Thanksgiving dinner table, and they're not going to say it's okay. No, they're not, of course, because that would seem irresponsible. But we all know that people are going to do it, and I think that the message should be be as safe as you can if that's the route that you're going. And if you do feel like you're sick, don't, like, say no. Oh, fuck. Don't go anywhere if you feel sick. Please. That's the one that I think we should all be able to agree on if you're sick. Or if you've had a recent positive diagnosis, if you've had a test because you have reason to think you have COVID and just haven't gotten the results yet, you got to stay home. You have to. Please. We have to get the spread down because the new daily numbers come out every day and we've been over 500 for over a week now. Mm -hmm. So try and get the spread down. Don't go out if you're sick. Just use some common sense when it comes to Thanksgiving. And I think the government doesn't even disagree with that. But no, they're not going to say that. They can't say that. Because there's so many people who will just read too much into it or turn it around and say, see, here we go. Different rules for different people. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. but you're right. People will do whatever they want to do. People will do whatever they want to do. I am curious how many places uh, by law agents will get a call and I guess we'll find out if there's any charges. I see it be happening a couple here and there, maybe, but I, I don't know if it'll be that bad. I'm not sure everyone will be that focused on what everyone else is doing. Maybe I'm wrong. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I learned something new this morning. Turns out, at the nudist camps, there are such a thing. They play a lot of sports. And the most popular sport in nudist camps is volleyball. I don't think I would have guessed that. I mean, I think if you gave me five guesses, volleyball wouldn't have been on it. Why are the nude people playing so much volleyball, Cat? You know why? I'll you tell think you. they'd want to do something a little more uh, no. low-key, like golf or something? No, it makes sense. Because when you think about a nudist colony, and I'm sure that there are, like, not that I, not that I know a ton about them, but what I do know is they do tend to, or you always hear about them, and I know I'm saying them and they, I'm sure there's people listening that have been to one, Go to the beaches. They definitely enjoy the warm weather because who wants to put their pecker out in the cold? I'm sure none of you do. That's why they're not playing hockey. You keep it warm. So a warm sport, a summery sport like volleyball, to me makes sense. And it's very playable on a beach. And you hear about the nudist beaches all the time. So why not perfect the sport that you can take from your colony to that nude beach when you travel And you could, and you, I mean, you kind of are partly naked when you're playing volleyball anyway. Most people, if they're playing beach volleyball, are in their bikinis and their shorts. And eh, so why not just remove those other extra garments and you're good to go? A little nude V ball.
V-ball with the V-O. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I would have assumed it was like golf or or fucking baseball or something. If you're nude and you don't and you're a little shy, just go play right field because nothing ever happens in right field. You know, something like that would probably be your go to thing. I wouldn't think that volleyball where you're pretty close quarters with the people across the net from you are right there watching. But I also don't understand why you would want to play sports nude. If you like being naked and you've you're that committed to it that you joined a nudist colony. Fine. It's all well and good. I just still can't see why you'd want to add sports into that naked. Like, how naked are they? Do they wear running shoes at least? Is there protection? What What if they uh, have a bad ankle or something? Are they taping up or is it got to be like nude, nude? Yeah, no, I think that you could. T- <laughs> Can you imagine you're OK with your dick swinging, but get that sweat out of my eyebrows. <laughs> Better yeah, put that sweat exactly. on. Do you wear a hat uh, just do. to keep the sun out of your yeah. eyes? I mean, I I think so. I, <laughs> there's so many questions. Yeah, I mean, Dick I flapping think... around while you're playing volleyball. Tits <laughs> <laughs> out. Here we go. I think bump set spike. I think it's it's allowed. I just who I don't I don't who wants oh I know it's it, you know to each their own and nudists are nudists and it doesn't matter to them that there's flipping and flopping all over the place, but um. Yeah, I think that, of course, they would allow it. It's not like they'd be like, no, don't you dare wear that, you know, watch or whatever. I, I'm sure that it's all good. It's going to be some awkward moving situations over the next few months. Match.com released the results of a survey about how single people have been handling their needs during the quarantine. They say 24% of those with a non-romantic roommate Fucked them. Twenty four percent got it on with their non romantic roommate. Yeah, I don't. Is that surprising to you? Seriously? A little bit. I mean, really? I would assume that if you live with somebody, you've probably come up with some pretty strict ground rules, and or uh, you've been in your relationship, they were in their relationship, and that's all well and good. I, I I'm a little surprised that worlds collided like that. Well, I also have to think that chances are if you've got a roommate, if you're a guy living alone and you brought in a roommate, I would think that statistically more often than not, you would have brought in another guy or a girl would have brought in another girl to be the roommate. So does that mean people were experimenting same sex wise or how did all this work? I have questions for sure. That's that's a total possibility. Um, You know, the the first wave was probably a time for a lot of people to experience all kinds of new things. And maybe that was one of them. I didn't think about that. This survey doesn't specify male, female. Female, male, male, female, female, none of that? No, it didn't break it down. They just okay. found that one in four people who have a roommate that's non-romantic got it on with them. They also found that 16% of people uh, also spend a lot more time than usual playing with themselves. Sure. The masturbation. Yeah. I mean, How do you masturbate when your roommate is in the, the room right beside you and you live in a condo or something like that? Quietly? Like, it's got to be pretty quiet, right? I quiet, would think. And you've got to be prepared. It's not like you can like start and then think, ah, fuck, I didn't grab the box of tissues. And then wander through the house naked with a heart on or something like that. I'm sure you have your go-to spots. They probably <laughs> just have their go-to spot. They have their little whack-off corner. And they just I prefer the there. patio. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me. There were a lot of people, I'm sh- no doubt, when you're when you're trapped inside. So let's say those, those particular people that are especially, that were either... That were probably trapped inside, basically, right? Like, I mean, full-blown, it's the stay-at-home order is in effect, and you get lonely. Maybe you get horny. Maybe you do have a partner. I mean, if it didn't specify that, it's quite possible some of these people were separated and then thought, well, 
this other person's looking okay right now uh, and I am in need. So I guess it's not that surprising. But you have to have some kind of an underlying thing, I think, going into it. It's not like you're just like, oh, I've got the fuggliest roommate on the planet. Makes me sick to my stomach. Can't stand to look at the guy. I'm going to fuck him. Like that's not, (laughs) it doesn't get that extreme. So I think there's got to be something there anyway in order for that to happen. (laughs) I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Fucking take off your clothes. Using you fuck against my better judgment, get naked. (laughs) Well, you got to keep it in the bubble, and if you live in a bubble, then you got to fuck somebody in the bubble. That's all there is to it. You're fucking disgusting. Take your pants off. (laughs) Gross son of a fuck. (laughs) Let's do it. What if you were blessed? Or would it be cursed with a height that is much taller than most people? Would you be happy about that or would you hate it? I don't think, you know, it's it's funny because I I will say, I will joke around at my own expense about not being tall. Because I'm 5'3". So I'm not tall. I'm not the shortest person. I've got friends who are like four foot nothing, basically. So, but that said, I, I did have friends growing up that were those tall people, that were those super tall people. Imagine and, being, oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say that I saw what they went through. It's particularly females. And I don't know if I would be able to handle it as well as some of them did. Cause they'd constantly get the jokes or the stares or the comments or the whatever it was automatically assuming this, that, and that the next thing about them because they were tall. It would almost be uh, frustrating. I think if you're a teenage girl, that's substantially taller than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Does that, do you think that puts you at a disadvantage? I think it can, yeah. Like, again, I think back to the taller people that I knew growing up, females, and it was always, oh, oh, better be on the basketball team, or holy crap, you're like a gigantor, you know, like you're super tall. I remember them always getting things. There was always comments, and people had no problem commenting on their height. You know, There's also no shortage of women that don't want to date a guy that's shorter than they are. Sure. And then it becomes hard to find a partner maybe when you are are that tall if people, and, and men can be intimidated by it as well, right? 17-year-old Macy Curran is 6 feet 10 inches tall wow. and has the longest legs in the world. Whoa. 6'10 at 17 years old. Now, is this something that was passed down or is this something that might be a neurological thing? Because I know in some cases it is neurological. Okay, so here's what we know about that. Macy is from Austin, Texas. She towers over her mother who herself is above average, but still only five foot seven inches. Her father, Cameron, is six foot five inches. So mom's a little above average. Dad's a decent amount above average. The brother is six three. It just so happened that she got that one little piece of genetic material that made her six ten. She's embracing it. Good. She is Good. not treating this like anything other than it is a gift. She is saying, you don't hide it, you embrace it. Well, hon, you can't hide it. You're 6'10". Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. 
It's true, though, right? Like the basketball coach, when she walked in for the first day at school, is thinking, here we go. Yeah, championship is <laughs> on, bitches. Yeah. We're going to the ship. We're going to the ship. We got one. You know what? I mean, why not? Why, if you have that, think of it as if, if you ha- are a, a man, I, I can't, couldn't even imagine. Yeah, use it as your gift. It is a gift to you. And absolutely, if something like basketball is an interest for you, I'm trying to think of other activities that where you, when you're tall, it's it's a strong advantage. But basketball. Reaching things on the top shelf? <laughs> you can't make a living out of that, but sure. But yeah, absolutely. You could be the next. WNBA superstar. So roll with it, run with it, train because you've got the body to make it happen. And who else does? Who else can say that? I can't just walk up onto a court, even with the best trainers in the entire universe, universe, and be able to do that. Nope, wouldn't Nick happen. Nick Nurse couldn't make you a good basketball no, player. Nick Nurse would fail at it, and then there's not much that guy fails at. So this this girl has the tools to use it. Good for her. I'm glad she's embracing it because there must have been points along her life so far, and she's still very young, where she's probably not liked it, where she's probably been looked at differently, right? Um, But good on you, girl. You go, girl. The NHL draft was different last night. You're telling me. Holy shit. It was almost like they copied a few plays from the National Lacrosse League draft. The NLL draft was two weeks ago, and they had fun with it. They had guest people announcing their picks. They they went to live shots of hotel rooms and stuff like that. It was different. And the NHL one copied the exact same format. Uh, having Alex Trebek from Jeopardy come in to make the Ottawa Senators pick, the Leafs, I don't know. Did they just roll Marner out of bed and say, stand in front of the camera here? <laughs> it's, you know what? Hockey like hockey players doing anything like that, in most cases, there are some that do it fabulously, that end up being commentators, that end up do- doing all kinds of stuff on for television, like a P.K. Subban, for example. That guy's got a career for years and years and years, even after he retires, because he's so good on air. Okay, as an example, when you look at Marner, you know that he's not as comfortable. And he's young, right? Let's not forget he's young. But I thought it was cool. I mean, I thought it was very cool that they did bring Marner up to make the announcement because that's him, like, welcoming his teammate in the best way they can COVID-wise, right? The awkward part for – well, that was kind of awkward, too. When, was it Riley behind him? Morgan Riley. Up, yeah, holding up the jersey. I, I laughed because there was, like, an awkward pause and Riley's just, like, holds up the jersey like, there it is. Like, so weird, but, uh, but still pretty cool. Uh, different experience. I, I do feel bad for those who are selected because it's, of course, it's not the same. And it's the same as everything else. But when you're just sitting on your couch in front of your camera, being like, yeah, guys, I got selected and waving and your mom's right beside you or whatever. You know, it's a nice, it's nice that you could experience that, you know, at least. But it's kind of weird that it's not a big hurrah. Wear the hat. Take that photo with everybody. You know, the same as we've we've seen. Not a lot of booze for Gary Bettman. And that was disappointing. So I miss I all know. those things. I miss That's them. the best part of the draft look- is watching Bettman hate himself by the end of the night. Did he look different to you too? Or was that just me? Batman. He looks like Trump when he was in the hospital. He doesn't look healthy. But, okay, because I, you know, and I'm, I'm not assuming anything, and maybe he lost weight. Maybe he just actually actively tried to lose weight in the last little while, so good on him if that's the case. He just definitely, uh, he looked different. His stress level's probably way down. He doesn't have to travel to shitty games <laughs> in fucking Arizona and just to make an appearance yes, and stuff like that. Yes, Maybe he misses the booze. Maybe the booze, the boo not the booze, the boo. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure what you meant <laughs> Hang there. On. Okay, let me just make that clear. The boo- we're all used to having booze. He's used to having booze. 
So maybe he actually misses it. Maybe he kind of needs it as part of his routine. You know, his his daily routine just got all out of whack, all out of whack. But I did notice that. But yes, totally weird. Glad they could still have it happen. I think that people who are really, who love hockey watched it, which I think is great too. And I do look forward to the future of the NHL because uh, it seems like we got a, we got a good selection. It's really strange when they do events like that, like a virtual NHL draft, because a lot of people have gotten used to watching TV on the internet. Last night we were watching the internet on TV and it's very, very strange when you see it in reverse. Uh, Today, two o'clock, the Ontario teachers unions are holding a joint news conference. I assume this is a bunch of sour grapes because last week the Ontario labor relations board dismissed the union complaint when they tried to raise health and safety concerns about reopening the schools and teachers being in class. The uh, Ontario Labor Relations Board said, get out of here. So today they're holding a joint news conference. We will wait and see what they have to say. And I, no doubt, as such a huge fan of the teachers union, Mm -hmm. will have a lot to say about that tomorrow in After 9. What else we got to do? Is that it? I think we're good. I think that's it. We've kept you guys long enough. You guys have a fantastic day, and we will be right back here again. Make sure you hit subscribe and tell your friends.